I'm Lisa Stone, and you're listening to Parenting Aces. Welcome to season nine of the Parenting Aces podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Stone. And this week we are talking with Keenan McCarthy about a new app to use for high school tennis. We don't talk about high school tennis all that much on Parenting Aces, though I've written lots of articles and and we have touched on it from time to time. But I love hearing about technology that is being developed to help high school coaches high school tennis players, and the fans of the high school teams do a better job of staying organized, developing their fan base, and engaging their community in what's happening on these high school teams around the country. So Keenan McCarthy is a former high school player himself. He played tennis in college, both at the varsity level and at the club level, and brings some great experience and insight into the needs of high school tennis coaches and high school tennis teams. Without further ado, here's Keenan McCarthy. Hey, Keenan McCarthy. Thank you so much for joining us on the Parenting Aces podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. (laughs) So I'm in Atlanta. You are in Pennsylvania. We're both on the move all the time. (laughs) So I'm really happy we could finally make this happen. Yeah, same here. It's been a while. It has been a while. You initially reached out to me really a while ago yeah. uh, to kind of introduce the idea of Next Gen 10. And we had a phone conversation and um, you recently reached out again and said, hey, it's ready to go. You know, what can we do to get the word out? And so here we are. Yeah, exactly. So it took a while to get it all fleshed out and designed, but I think it's in a good place now. Awesome. So why don't you tell our audience what Next Gen 10 is, first of all, and then we can kind of dig into the nuts and bolts and and why you designed it in the first place. <laughs> sure. So right now, uh, it's essentially just a tennis company focused on uh, improving the, I guess, software and solutions for tennis coaches and teams and our first thing that we decided to focus on was specifically high school tennis Um, it seemed to be that there was a big a substantial lacking in tools for managing teams and even just like recording scores and getting results online for high school tennis Uh, so we focused our efforts there and then we've now come out with an app called mobile match and that is available on both ios and android so that way everyone can use it Uh, and the main goal for that one is just to provide some basic communication tools to help coaches manage their team and then also to allow for not only real-time results so players and fans can see uh, like real-time scoring of their matches but also then to get those recorded and into a database and online so anyone can see those results very cool so do you want to share your screen now and kind of walk us through the app? Or sure. Yeah. That that? Okay. So I'm going to, let's see, let's pull your screen up. And for those of you listening in one of the podcast apps, as opposed to watching on our YouTube channel, um, I encourage you to go check out the actual video on our YouTube channel so you can see mobile match in action. All right. So the visuals will definitely help. <laughs> yeah. So show us what you got, Keenan, and, and talk us through it. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I just initially when you first log in, so this will app will work for coaches, fans, like any of their players, um, I guess their parents or grandparents, uh, anyone wanting to see a match or follow their favorite players results as they're going along and can't be there in person. Uh, and also for the players themselves, so that way they can communicate with the coaches uh, and see the results. Um, so right away, this is, I've logged in as a demo for the coaches view. Um, because I think right now we're specifically gearing, trying to focus mainly on coaches because if they don't want to use it, then no one's going to end up using it. Uh, so this initial page right here, you have just at the top, you can search for your players and teams. Uh, anyone that's in the system, you'll be able to find. Uh, for a coach also, this is where their notifications and a player would also see notifications on this tab. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just going to click so that you see the bar at the top, just create notification as an example. So if you're a coach, uh, and my phone locks up a lot. <laughs> uh, all right. So it's an old phone. <laughs> Five. <laughs> uh, no worries. Uh, yeah. So for instance, if you're a coach and say, like, we know it's one of the problems sometimes, like if they're it's storming outside or all of a sudden practice needs to move or it's canceled, maybe, or even a match is canceled, then instead of having to call every person or send out a text, or to each player, you can just easily go out and essentially broadcast that to all the players. You can also send it to all the fans that are following your team. So that way mm -hmm. they all know as well. So that way like, your parents need to know. They'll also know, oh, all right, no match today. I got to go pick up my son or daughter. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, for instance, I can just type in practice canceled. And then, so that public button up there is what allows the coach to then say, all right, it's going to go to everyone, including fans, not just to my team players. Um, and you just select your team. And then once you hit send, it shows up. So it shows up on the notifications tab that happens for all the players or to the fans if they were set to public. Also. Very cool. Very cool. All right. That's just... um, and so that's kind of the gist of like the notifications tab is mainly for those big broad ones for the entire team. Uh, coaches will also get notifications in here if it's like a player wants to join their team and that hasn't been added to the roster yet. They'll be allowed to approve them to join the team um, and also to verify scores. So like afterwards, after a match is completed, the coach needs to verify the scores. They'll get a little notification saying you still haven't verified the score. Go in and do that. Um, just some helpful reminders for that. Um, on the events tab. So on here, this is kind of like one of the main features that we're kind of like happy about and thought was neat is that this has all of the actual live streaming of the events or real time scoring. Essentially it's not quite live because you do have to enter in the scores, mm -hmm. um, but for any of the teams that you follow, they will show up in this stream. And so like today I had set up two events, one that's already live because it started at 12 o'clock our time. Uh, there's an upcoming one also, so that way you can kind of get a preview of what's upcoming, what's also happening live. Uh, and you'll see the scores in real time. Like right now, shows zero one because that's already started. So if I just click on that score, we can go in. And so this is an example of what the lineup looks like. You can see all of the matches that are happening in a set or in a match. Um, and I think it's really helpful for coaches especially because they'll be able to see a lot of times, like they're on, say, one of their other courts and they don't know what's happening on all the other courts. But with it, they'll be able to see, like, oh man, my player on court one, he's losing. I should go over there and like coach him. Um, 
And so we just think that will definitely come in handy, not only for the coaches, but then also for like fans will be able to see and keep track if their son, if they can't make it to the match and their son or daughter is playing in the uh, event. So, so uh, who enters the scores then? So right now we have it set to the players on the team or the coach. Uh, so the idea was that the coaches will designate a specific, like say it's a certain kids that they trust and enter the scores and not mess with things too much. They can go around if they're like a JV player or not actually playing at the same time, they can go around and be watching the courts. And then for instance, if I just go into here and like number two singles, they just tap on the match. They can enter a score, say it's updated to three, two. And then you just hit update. And now shows up down there as three, two. Got it. Very simple, easy to do. Um, and then when a match is then ended up being marked as completed, so say they won the set 6-2, 6-1, then here you can just uh, – we have the options for if someone retires, it'll account for that also, but you just mark it as completed, hit update, and then up at the top you'll see that the total team score then updates. Now it's 1-1. One, one. Um, that first match was only 4-1 because the player retired, so <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I think that, that was like one of the cool things. If we go back also just to the events, you see now that the score is updated on that live event to be 1 1. It just reflects the score instantaneously. You can see them all. If you were following a bunch of teams, you have a bunch more co- coming up on here. Same if you're following a bunch of players, their results will be shown up here as a live score. So. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. And then for the players themselves, what mm-hmm. Why would a player want to get that? So I guess it helps facilitate the communication with uh, their coaches. That's for the one aspect. But then also a lot of players, at least I know when I played high school tennis, I was never able to go and look up my results or see what was happening. It was all just on pen and paper. I don't even know if they turned it into like the state or the athletic director or anything. So at least with this, it will create a permanent record uh, and you'll be able to see your results and uh, whenever you want to go and search for it. Um, you, we have a website, too, that you can then look up your results. Um, and ultimately, this is kind of a long shot goal, but we are also trying to kind of get in talks with UTR and the USTA. That was uh, my next question. You read yeah. that mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, we would. It would be great. We want them to – it would be exceptional, and I think best for the coaches and players and everyone involved if we can partner with, say, UTR, USTA, uh, ITA. Um, even I know tennis recruiting has kind of fallen out of favor a little bit, but even with them to uh, – they're, they're still used pretty um, – especially by the players themselves, trying mm-hmm. to keep it a, an updated profile. So Yeah, so, I mean, it would be great if we could – we have uh, – we're creating – essentially it's called like an API endpoint um, just to allow them to be able to pull uh, all the data and results from us. But we it requires cooperation. So we're working on trying to get something sorted out with them so that way – coaches can just easily use this app and then have one easy place where it all gets synced to all of the other uh, sites. So that way UTR ranking, the USTA ranking, all the rankings will get updated instead of having to go in individually and enter things. I love that. So if anybody from UTR, USTA, ITA is (laughs) watching this, um, please, you know, go ahead and, um, and get in touch with Keenan and we'll have some, some contact info for you later in the show. 
Yeah, that would be great. Again, I've got us back on what the screen looks like. What else do you want to show us in the app while while we're uh, we can, Yeah, we can keep going. So, just as an example, on the, the results tab, uh, this also will just show past results for teams that you follow. It's very similar to the events feed. Um, it's just once they're completed, they move into that tab. Um, when you create a profile, let me just ask, do you designate whether you're a player or a coach or a fan, or is the interface the same for everybody? So the interface is the same for these first two tabs of notification and events. Um, okay. And when you first create a profile, everyone is just automatically set as a fan. Okay. Um, they won't have access to the team or chat. It says you, that they have to, it gives you a notification letting you know you don't have access. You must be part of a team to have access. And so if you were a player, you would go and just say search for your team. So if I was like part of NGT or any of these, you would just search for your team that you have. And then there is, oops, sorry, it's an old. Oh, it's because I'm a coach. That's why. If uh, let me log out and switch to, I think as a. I don't know if you guys are hearing extraneous noise in the background, but my husband and I are both working from home today in Atlanta. So there's a little bit of busyness in the background. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. Not sure if I have this. So Keenan's just logging in again um, with a different uh, login address so that he can access a different part of the app, right? Exactly. Yeah. So now I'm logged in as a player who's already, he has joined a team, but okay. he, so they would go up and search for uh, one of their, uh, the team that they're on. Okay. Um, and then once they find that, Anyway, this one shows it. So you see this, how it says joined. Mm -hmm. So that button has appeared when they're not already assigned to a team that's on all the teams. And it just says like the request to join. And so the player taps that and then the coach will get a notification saying X player has requested to join your team, confirm or deny essentially. And so then once they do that, they get added to the roster. I'm so happy to see Corey Aldridge's name on there as the coach. He's a friend of ours. So. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. So, um, yeah, so that is just how it goes about doing that. We're also implementing the option because we've had that requested where the coaches can just add their own players in case the player hasn't already created an account. Mm -hmm. um, so that will give the coaches a little more power, and that way they aren't limited if a player doesn't want to create an account necessarily. Got it. And so what are you hearing from the high school coaches uh, that are testing out your app and have maybe tried to use it in the spring season before everything got thrown yeah, into the wind? One of the bummers that we had a couple coaches in, uh, we're talking uh, to some of them that were looking forward to using it during their spring season and then COVID hit. And so they're like, yeah, we're going to have to wait yeah. till next year. We look forward to it, but I can't do anything at the moment. Um, and then right now we also are talking to some additional coaches that have had actually really good feedback um, where they've been going through giving it like full paces, testing out things. Um, and immediately they requested like, Oh, can we get co-ed support, uh, which we've now added. So that way they can have, it breaks it down into also girls, singles, girls, doubles, boys, singles, boys, doubles, and mixed. Um, 
that was one of the main things and also the, how they wanted to uh, have themselves be able to have a little more control by being able to like edit their r- roster by adding players. Um, and in general, they all so far, the reception has been exceptionally great. I um, like, put a big smile on my face. It's moving pretty quickly and we're still hopeful. Uh, none of them have actually, the seasons haven't started yet because it's summer. Um, and we're just, yeah, trying to get everything set and ready and like up to what they need. Um, and in general, they thought that the way that we have it designed is very intuitive, much easier for entering scores um, than what they currently use. And that they think it would definitely help get, try to get more of their coaches to start entering scores online because a lot of them kind of been refusing and not interested. <laughs> so and, um, can they also designate a parent to be in charge of doing that? Uh, right now we don't have that option, but I suppose that, that I guess we want, I get not sure. I haven't thought about that because the coaches still are ultimately responsible for sure. getting that done. Um, so right now the pan, the, the parents are purely set as just kind of fans and spectating. Um, wow. But it is something we can work on. I know just, you know, when my son was playing high school tennis and this was several years ago now, my job or one of my jobs as a parent on the team was to report all of the results to UTR. It was when Mm. UTR was just starting out and there wasn't a straightforward way to get match scores submitted online. Mm -hmm. So that was one of my jobs. And, (laughs) but um, your app would certainly, once you have that interface with them, I guess that will be, irrelevant it'll just happen automatically once the scores are entered exactly yeah i think it'd make yeah. it a lot more streamlined and easier um, for sure for sure I mean, one other thing we can go over if you don't mind just like how to set the lineups i think that also is sometimes time consuming for coaches and do you want me to pull your screen back on oh sure yes that'd be great okay here we go um so uh just we know i guess for submitting a lineup um right now we have it set where if the coaches haven't submitted a lineup half an hour before uh, the matches start, they'll get a notification just reminding them to, Hey, like submit your lineup. Same thing happens 15 minutes before. And just as a reminder again, in case they still haven't done it. And then uh, at five minutes before the match, the lineups will get generated if both coaches have submitted their lineup. So that way no one else can see their lineups ahead of time or anything. You don't have to fill out pen and paper and switch. It's just automatically done. And there's no uh, cheating or like potentially changing. Yeah, no stacking allowed. uh, I think that would certainly help. Um, And it doesn't automate. It doesn't generate if both coaches haven't submitted. So if they are a little late, you can still do it after the start match, and then it'll generate. So, uh, for instance, you just go in. You'll see the lineup button for the match. You can just tap that. And so here we try to make it really easy. This is for a boys team. So it's just singles, doubles. Uh, we have default set to six singles, three doubles, but I mean, you can delete a match. You can add more singles matches in. Uh, same with doubles, easily add and subtract. And then once you just tap select and the roster will come up. And so here you have your roster. This is all the boys teams in the co-ed version. It splits it. If it's, you're doing boys singles, only the boys players will come up. If you're doing girls, only the girls will come up. Okay. Uh, and you can just see whatever player you want. You select them. And if you go on to the next one, you'll see already it won't let you select a person that you already selected for singles if you already have them at singles. And it just proceeds down very easily. Same with doubles. Uh, when you go to doubles, 
This one, you are allowed to, I think most schools allow you to choose, have play in both singles and doubles. So mm-hmm. that you can select as many or the other singles and doubles players. And you just choose them. And then after you're done, you just hit submit. And then once the other coach submits, the lineup gets generated. So I love that. I'm just thinking in terms of my my own league play, this would be awesome to have. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, that's definitely another opportunity for sure. It's like any of the team tennis and, yeah, like USTA leagues. And especially we also thought about um, like tennis on campus. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, like that. I know there's not really any tools for them, and that would be very easy to do also because all the team sport or team match setups, this would work excellent for i think yeah it'd be fantastic yeah so one of the challenges with high school tennis and actually when i interviewed Corey aldridge we talked about this um one of the challenges is every state high school athletic association has different rules <laughs> yep. they have different seasons they have different um rules in place in terms of whether a player who's on the high school team can also play competitive matches outside Mm -hmm. of high school team tennis. They've got uh, different rules around individual play season ending tournaments and championships, whether it's all team or whether there's individual, whether there's mixed doubles or only single gender matches being played. I mean, it's, it's different everywhere you go. And this has been one of the big challenges, right? Yes. Yeah, so so <laughs> how are you handling that challenge? So I guess right now, at least that's one of the peaks. If they want to get in early, then we can uh, <laughs> accommodate them quicker. Uh, and it is kind of we're taking it, trying basically one step at a time and one state at a time. So uh, I guess we're able to within our system designate like, oh, these schools are part of certain like this state association, mm-hmm. like if they're in Florida or Hawaii or wherever it is. And have those specific set of rules apply just for them. Okay. Um, so, like, for instance, I think, like, Texas is only co-ed. So, like, their teams are all set to co-ed, and they get the co-ed generated lineup. Um, they also have some different names for, like, their exhibition and district. Is their district is their postseason and just, right. yeah, little different, like, minute details. Um, but we try – are attempting to at least uh, make it customizable and address – each of the states as they come in or start wanting to use it. Um, it might get to a case where that's too much to handle and we need to kind of like say, like, all right, well, if you guys want to do this, we need to kind of standardize things or we're not going to be able to do that. Um, but right now we're yeah, going to attempt to each time or whatever new state is interested in working with us, then we will try to accommodate them to our best we can. <laughs> awesome. And what's in the future development wise for the app? So I guess don't want to give too much away, but uh, we also, I guess. A little tease, come on. So we're going to allow, uh, start having players allowed to designate if they're going to be attending or not attending a match. Um, so that will show up uh, when they go to select a lineup. They'll be able to, the coaches will be able to just know, oh, these players aren't going to be there. Right. Um, we, i make all the other stuff. Uh are going to right now on the events tab, right? And when you're following a player, it only shows up as the team score, but we're going to allow the events tab to start showing just a specific, that player's match. So if you're not really interested in the team total score, you're just interested in like your son only, those results will be showing up on the events tab. Um, we would want to add more things. You can't see like, but now like the profiles that we have. Let me pull it up back up. I'm sure. I mean, yeah, that would be fine. The profiles that we have for the players right now are 
relatively minimalistic um, mm -hmm. as results. So we go to so right now this is like an example of the player's profile. Okay. Uh, it's relatively basic. It does do the total, I guess, your win loss and everything, but and it shows all the results. But there's not much else going on. Mm -hmm. uh, we would potentially like to be able to add, like, if they want to put up a video of them playing a recruitment video, that would be great to have on there, just extra media for them. Uh, we also would like to start adding in, say, like logos for our mascots for all the mm -hmm. teams. Uh, right now, they are able to put a picture for all of the their own profile, but not at the team level. So we're working on getting that done. Maybe uh, you need to partner with TennisRecruiting.net for the profile piece and make it so the players can just link to their TRN profile. Yeah, that would be That'd great. Be a win-win. It would. I know. Yeah. If we can link to that profile, link to UTR, all that would be very yeah. good. Um, a, long, a very far off goal would potentially be to have uh, like live streaming capabilities for like a player could just use their phone, like a little attached to the fence or the stand. I mean, there you go. Play site. I, I mean, my wheels are turning here. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's, it is. There are many, many ideas in Boundless. We also want to start introducing uh, like the captain options to have captains in there uh, that could potentially um, like they would be able to send messages to the entire team instead of just the coaches. Um, even potentially like ordering uniforms. If you could put in your, uh, your uniform size and the coach could easily see that. Uh, oh, we are. That was one thing that has been requested to by coaches is that the results that we have uh, when after the match is completed, to just be able to export that to a PDF and like a form, mm -hmm. like how their current paper copies are. So that way they could have an official documentation or share that or send it out or turn it in somewhere. Uh, so we're kind of adding that too. And that would make it easier for like the school paper or um, announcements at the school level, you know, where they're doing morning announcements, um, mm -hmm. you'd be able to just hand that to whoever's mm -hmm. on the mic and they can yeah. read out the results. I think that'd be great. It'd be a great way to help the team get some publicity on campus. Yeah, I completely agree. So I'm glad you see our vision also. <laughs> so. Ah, totally. I'm a huge fan of high school tennis. And, you know, people who've been following Parenting Aces a while know when my son was in high school, he played his freshman year and his senior year. He did not play his sophomore junior year. Mm -hmm. However, his senior year, the team won state. And it was the first time in, I forget how many years at this point, but you know, over a decade that the boys team had won state. And so mm -hmm. that was a really cool way for him to finish out his high school tennis career. And, mm -hmm. you know, it was a big deal. The school made a big deal over it. It was the coach's first championship uh, at the state level. So it was a cool thing. And so I'm all for anything that can help promote high school tennis can really for the tournament players to become more involved with our high school teams and vice versa for the high school players to see that, you know, playing tournaments outside of high school, having a goal of playing college tennis, all of that is very doable. And, mm -hmm. you know, so anything that can help bring all of those different pieces together to grow tennis is a win for me. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. And I think you really hit the nail on the head with the fact that I think, at least in my high school, I was a, like, there was 
it was a small high school. Not many players went on to play college tennis. Um, I was like one of the exceptions. And I think we had a couple girls and one other guy in the entire history of it. Um, wow. But there was other players like my number two and three there was, that were certainly good enough to play not maybe not division one, but they could have gone and played division two or division three uh, tennis. Absolutely. But I think they just were never introduced to like the USDA tournaments. So no one was finding out about their records and especially since their high school stuff wasn't online. Um, I think it was unfortunate because like if they had those results online or had been introduced to USDA tournaments that they could have gone on and played in college. Uh, right. And now with UTR stepping up to the plate and COVID-19 has certainly opened a huge door for UTR to come in and offer events for players of all different levels. And because it's level based, it makes it a fun, positive experience for everybody involved. Right. You find a tournament that has other players at your same level. So you're not going to go out there and get killed. You're not going to go out there and kill somebody. Hopefully you're going to have a nice competitive match. And this is certainly a great opportunity for that. The kids who were traditionally only playing tennis in high school for their high school team, they weren't playing outside of that. Maybe they're multi-sport athletes, as you mentioned early on. Um, It's a nice way for them to continue to develop their competitive edge in tennis without having that stress of being in the traditional USTA tournament system. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit more. You you just mentioned you played for your high school team and went on to play college. What did that look like? Uh, so I started tennis very late. I didn't actually pick up a racket until I was 14, like a freshman in college. Um, it happened to be, or sorry, high yeah, school. freshman in high school. That would yeah. be even more impressive in college, but yeah. <laughs> uh, freshman in high school. Uh, so I was a cross country runner and then we did that in the fall. And it just happened to be that the tennis coach, his daughter was on the cross country team. So he saw me out running and was like, hey, like, you look like really athletic and like great runner. Like you have great endurance for tennis. Why don't you come out uh, and just try out for the team? And so I ended up doing that uh, with me and my best friend. We started practicing just over the winter a little bit and just went out and didn't really know what we were doing. But uh, <laughs> to, somehow I made made the varsity lineup. I wasn't start. I was think I was like number nine. This We were playing co-ed the first two years. Um, so I ended up that first year I was just learning tennis essentially, but got good enough. I was mainly just like lob the ball back and get the ball on the court, but run everything down. Cause I had all the endurance in the world. Um, and that was good enough for me to, then I was playing usually like mixed doubles or lower in the singles lineup. Uh, but then fell in love with the sport just practiced like nonstop for the next year and uh, ended up being good enough where by my freshman year, I was started out as number two for the very beginning of the season, but then was number one by the end. Um, and then went on and started playing USA tournaments, got a like higher personal coach uh, that I was able to go at a tennis academy uh, and just got pretty darn good. Um, I think I was I ended up getting ranked, I think, around like top 20 in NorCal um, and then uh, had the opportunity once college came around. Um, I didn't want to sacrifice, I guess, the academic side of it, but I really wanted to play a college sport. Um, I could have either run cross country in college or tennis, but I enjoy tennis a lot more. And to me, I was like, well, I can run while I play tennis. So why not go with tennis? Um, And with that one, it came down where I was trying to decide between, I got accepted into UC Berkeley or uh, a bunch of other UCs, but UC Berkeley was the top mainly because of the prestige. And I was going into civil engineering. Um, And then there was UC Davis, which kind of came in at the end where all of a sudden my tennis coach said, well, you know, he's like, 
I think that you could probably play at UC Davis. Um, and there's no way I was going to play at Berkeley. They're way too good. Um, and so we got in touch with the Davis coach and he said that I could try out essentially and try to walk on, which was a big gamble. Cause I was like, well, it's either going to be, I go to Davis and don't make the team and that's it. Or I do manage to go there try it out. It was probably the most nervous I've ever been, but one of my matches made the team. Uh, so I was ecstatic about that. And then uh, ended up, I played on the team uh, and, Stuff happened later on with that where they basically ended up uh, reducing the number of spots due to budget cuts. And there was uh, some scholarship players that there was, even though I guess there's one particular where I was above them uh, in the lot of the previous year, but they couldn't, he was still a scholarship player. So I ended up having to try out again the next year mm-hmm. and that year. Ended up losing in a third set after winning five matches, played a sixth match, ended up losing to one of the other players who's already on the team last year, and I ended up losing my spot. So that was devastating. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that hurt and was one of the biggest, like, yeah, a huge blow. Um, But I ended up, after that, I kind of took a while to recoup, but ended up playing tennis on campus uh, and went to nationals for the next two years with the team. Um, and that's also where I ended up meeting like my two best friends that are now my best, or two best friends. I also met my girlfriend through that uh, six years now. And I also helped uh, like a volunteer assistant coach the uh, women's UC Davis team at the same time. Oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, stay, stayed involved. And yeah, so try to make the best of a, of a not so ideal situation. But so. Well, I love your story, though. And this is I think it's really important to tell these kinds of stories because everybody has a different path through tennis and everybody has different needs as they go through that pathway, especially at the collegiate level, because mm-hmm. what's cool is there are options out there. It's not yeah. varsity tennis or no tennis. It's varsity tennis, D1, D2, D3, NAIA, junior college. And then it's tennis on campus. And for a school that doesn't have tennis on campus, there may be some other club tennis availability. Or if you don't want to play, you can sign on as a volunteer coach. Mm -hmm. So there are so many different options out there. And we tend to do a disservice to our sport, I think, when we only talk about Division I tennis as the pathway for Mm -hmm. high-level junior players. The other thing I love about your story is the fact that you were a multi-sport athlete are a multi-sport athlete, I suppose, and that you came to tennis so late, but still were able to find a place on a college team that was suitable for you and allowed you the opportunity to play. And so, you know, we have so many conversations now about overuse injuries, about early specialization, about burnout, and you are a living, breathing example of someone who you know, didn't start at age four, um, who didn't give up his entire childhood for tennis, Mm -hmm. um, whose family didn't probably wind up spending high high five figures, low six figures a year, every year for 10 years. Um, You know, so so it's there are many ways to get to that goal, whatever Mm -hmm. the goal is. And so I love your story for those reasons and appreciate you sharing that. So um, let's talk dollars and cents here. Is there a cost to get the app? How does one sign up and get started? 
Yeah, so right now it's completely free, and we plan on keeping it that way. Uh, I think in the future we'll probably end up adding some more like premium features uh, if that happens. Um, and but yeah, for now I think we plan on it always being free for the coaches and the players and the fans to use. Uh, and they can go to either the Apple uh, App Store or Google Play Store, and if they just search for Mobile Match or Mobile Match Tennis, uh, that will they'll be able to find it. There's also a link on our website, which I think you'll be able to link to in the article um, and see at nextgen10.com. Um, and then if their team isn't supported, uh, when they go in and look for it uh, and search, then they can just email us at contact at nextgen10.com. Uh, we'll be able to add their team in there. Uh, right now for the coaches, they will have to, we have to verify essentially that the coaches are the correct coach of the team that they're saying they are. Uh, so to do that, we manually control uh, if their account is associated with the team. So we'll need to get their email and then also verify like with their school or the athletic director that they're the coach of that team. And then once we do that, their account will be linked by their email and they'll have access to it. So Fantastic. And that's, I'm so glad you brought that up because um, we know with privacy laws and mm -hmm. things like that, and especially when you're dealing with minor children, we want to make sure that the adults who have access to our children are who they say they are and who are safe adults. Um, and that's why, honestly, we added a link on parentingaces.com on the sidebar. You can type in your coach's name and make sure that they have cleared safe sport. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Nice. So I think that's really important. Parents, please, please do that for your child's junior coach, their high school coach, any coach that any adult coach that's working with your child, please, please, please make sure that, they have passed muster. Um, we don't want anything to happen to our kids. So I love that y'all include that feature, Keenan. That's great. And yeah. so your company is called Next Gen 10. Mm -hmm. So this app is one piece of the puzzle. Yep. What else is in the works? What else do you have coming down the pipeline? So right now we are solely focused on this. There are some long-term plans uh, that I guess would be a long shot and like after this happened to work out, we were able to grow and expand. Then we would pursue some other things. Um, I guess at the moment, it was just also thinking about potentially a service for stringers, uh, being able to have, like, say, if you were using the app, just being able to search and easily find a stringer uh, that's nearby that would be able to, if you wanted to give them a timeline, say, oh, I need this <laughs> by tomorrow, then they would know and be able to you drop off the string, pay stringer pay for it through the app. Um, you could also find out ahead of time if you need a string, if they happen to have that. And if not, you can go find another stringer within the app. Um, that's long ways off and just a concept idea now. Um, it, that would be several years down the road probably. Um, and so since the app is free, how are you generating revenue? How are you supporting yourself right now? Right now, it's just purely supported by myself. And then we are also looking to raise some uh, venture capital for seed funding. Um, and eventually, depending on deals, if there was able to be worked out with the USTA, UTR, or tennis recruiting, anyone we're sharing data with, potentially that also at some point we'll have to probably end up adding in advertisers. Um, so if any like tennis shoe, tennis balls, rackets, any of those types of things wanted to be offered within the app, that could happen. Um, we also would like to, with USTA or UTR, potentially have 
their tournaments if they're happening nearby for a player say like introduce them through the app say oh like utr is having a tournament this weekend like usc nice. is also having one right next to you you want to register and they could either be taken directly to their site through the app um and then yeah get a portion from that so Oh, I love that. I love that idea. So if we have any viewers slash listeners that want to work with you, whether they are venture capitalists, whether they are potential advertisers, um, whether they are with UTR, USTA, intense uh, recruiting, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Um, they could either email also that contact at nextgen10, or if they want, they can email me directly. It's just Keenan.McCarthy at nextgen10.com. Um, I welcome all the emails. That's all right. <laughs> so, okay, cool. And we'll have links to your email addresses in the show notes on parentingaces.com as well. So people can just click and get in touch with you. Yeah, that'd be great. What else do you, we need to know? What have I forgotten to ask you? I think pretty much the only other thing that popped up to my head when you were mentioning about like the privacy and protecting the children was that we do have uh, like in-app chat, which like they can, coaches and players can just message directly within the app um, and related to that we limited it so that only players on their own team can chat with each other um, or their coach um, they can't be we debated we should let them chat with other players also but we thought that could potentially lead to some like trash talking or other stuff happening so right now it's just, oh come on <laughs> never know <laughs> so you like to think the best but you got to plan for the worst so yeah. we have limited it so that the coaches uh, all the coaches will be able to message themselves to help like if that way if they just need to communicate with the opposing coach that can still happen but mm -hmm. the players can only message themselves and their direct coach so got it but aside from that i mean i think yeah we covered covered most of it so. awesome well, I think it's a great idea. I hope you get more and more teams signed up, especially as hopefully school goes back into session yeah. in the next month or so. Um, there's still so much up in the air. And honestly, by the time this thing airs, uh, who knows what the situation's going to be. Yeah. So, you know, we're talking the end of June uh, today, but um, yeah, by mid-July or even, you know, the beginning of August, there's so much up in the air. We still don't know what's happening. I mean, we, we've been told the U S open is going to get played. We'll see if that actually comes to pass. Mm -hmm. um, we've been told national hard courts are happening for juniors. We'll see if that comes to pass. But um, in the meantime, I, I'm just wish you all the best. I think this is a great idea. And any high school coaches out there listening or watching, I hope you'll reach out to Keenan and, get this phenomenal app to use for your team to help you stay organized, to help your kids stay organized and to help grow your fan base. I think it's just, it's a phenomenal opportunity. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you getting the word out. Absolutely. That's what we're here for. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Keenan McCarthy. Thank you so much. I love talking with you and to our listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next time on Parenting Aces. I'm Lisa Stone, and you've been listening to the Parenting Aces podcast. For tennis parents, by a tennis parent. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us and write a review on iTunes. For more information on navigating the junior and college tennis journey, please visit us online at parentingaces.com. Thanks for tuning in and sharing us with your tennis community.